0: Hi, welcome to another episode of the Cover Zero Podcast, the show where I cover the least and the best way possible. I'm your host, Jason Wells. Week 13 is officially here. Um... Honestly, not not a great slate of games. We have one game which I'm excited about, and that is Niners-Eagles. We will finally see who is the top class of the NFC. Uh, that'll be a good game, and I will obviously get to the preview of that game in a little bit. Uh, this episode, though, as always, it'll be the Week 13 preview Talk about all the games. We'll talk about some betting lines. I'll do my picks at the end, uh, as I always do. But first, as always, let's start off with the blind Thursday night football recap: uh, Seahawks at Cowboys, and like the Seahawks, or like not the Seahawks, the Seahawks stink. Like the Cowboys have been doing for basically the last month of the season, they are on a tear. They did the same thing to the Seahawks. This Seahawks team has been dysfunctional, hasn't been looking good for over a month now, and it continued tonight. Uh, And they could do nothing on offense as they've been doing. The, uh, The Cowboys defense was too much for the Seahawks offense to handle. Micah Parsons had another great game. Gilly was locked up on DK all night, and... Look at that, Deron Bland, another pick six. I'm kind of calling my shot here, so that'd be cool if he got a pick six, because I might have to clip that out if he did. Uh, yeah, I don't know, this is just kind of, the Seahawks have been faltering, and they've been faltering hard lately, and nothing changed in this one. Cowboys rolled, uh... Cowboys offense, though, did take a little bit of a step back. Seahawks defense did play pretty well, but they just couldn't rely on their offense to stay on the field, keep them off the field. So, uh, yeah. Uh, Cowboys win this one. Cowboys win this one with ease. Do I... Cowboys minus nine and a half, total set of 47 and a half. Meh. Uh, Not betting on that game. Not betting on that game. Let's get into the Sunday preview then, starting off with the Broncos and the Texans. Total set at 47.5, Texans minus 3.5. This this game is huge. This game is massive for playoff seeding, both teams out of the playoffs, just on the outside looking in. Uh, and I guess I guess we will see which team wants it more. Is it the young, ascending Houston Texans team with a first-year head coach and a rookie quarterback? They've been getting all the highlights, getting all the praise, or will it be the old heads with Sean Payton and Russell Wilson at the helm uh, leading the charge? And listen, I'm not going to say that the Broncos are going to win this one, but I think three and a half points is a lot of people being like, the Texans are good, the Texans are better, and the Broncos are just kind of like, I'm more on the Broncos in this one than I am on the Texans. I really like the Texans, but their defense isn't great. It's been solid. It's come up big in some spots, but the Broncos defense, however, against this very good Houston Texans offense, I give them a chance. I give them a chance. Pat Surtain will have his hands full, whether it be with Nico Collins or Tank Dell, whichever one he does get, he will be locking them up. I can tell you that. Um hmm. That's kind of shocking. Uh as DraftKings does uh the percentage of bets placed on each team. 51% of the bets have been placed on the Broncos so far. Um I thought that would be a little different. I won't lie. But this should be should be a very good game. Whoever wins this one uh will be in a playoff spot. Actually, I guess if the Colts win and the Steelers or I guess, and the Browns all win, it doesn't really matter, but this is big for playoff seeding. This is big for playoff seeding. Uh, I won't say the loser of this. I don't think it's a loser leaves town game, <clears throat> but it might be. Actually, no, I'm going to call my shot. The AFC race is so hot. Hot? Sure, why not? This is a loser leaves town game. This will decide who... Will continue to stay in this playoff race and who will be out of it um should be a good one should be a good one next game up we got chargers at patriots chargers minus five and a half total set at 40 and a half this is a game where i was like of course the chargers are gonna win of course they're gonna win they got the better team they got the better quarterback blah 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 they got better players I'm not confident whatsoever that the Chargers and their dumbass of a head coach, Brandon Staley can actually win this one. Uh, Keenan Allen is questionable for the game. It looks like he's trending to not playing. So that leaves their uh, wide receiving core with Quinn Johnson, uh, Jalen Guyton. I don't know who their third receiver would be. Um, Yeah. And the Pats' defense is still pretty good. Obviously, they're missing, like, two of their best players, but it's still a solid unit. The offense, completely different score story for the Patriots. Uh, Bailey Zappi is getting the start, or it's rumored that he's going to get the start. We'll see how that goes until he gets benched, and then Mac goes in and also looks like shit. But, uh, I don't know. I'm not. I was confident earlier in, earlier in the week on the Chargers. I'm... I'm not now. This seems, this again, this seems like such an easy win for the Chargers, and it should be, but you can never discount how bad the Chargers are and how cursed they are as an organization, and I think it really comes down to that. I'm going to avoid this game purely because it's a team that stinks but is coached very, very well and coached by Bill Belichick versus a team that has talent on it but is coached by a moron who should have lost his job a long time ago uh yeah i don't think i really have to say anything else the this is like a toilet bowl game like it's very very bad um we'll keep going though next game up lions at saints lions minus four and a half total set at 46 and a half um i don't don't think. I think the Saints are going to be without Chris Olave and without Rashid Shahid. Uh, Olave was limited; he wasn't a full participant. That means he might be trending to playing. Uh, Rashid Shahid, though, doesn't practice Thursday. If Olave plays, that kind of actually it doesn't really change my mind the lions the lions are the much better team the saints suck the saints aren't a good team saints defense is pretty good but even then they're also uh they're also banged up right now i'm pretty sure that marshawn Lattimore is also hurt if i remember that yeah he's on ir so he's not playing um this is a get back on track game for the lions after losing uh Losing on Thanksgiving to the Packers there. Kind of a mini bye week for them. They'll get reset. Um, The Lions should just roll. The Lions should roll, no problem. Uh, Dan Campbell coaching against... uh, Did they... uh, Did Dan Campbell... I knew he played for the Saints. I don't know if he... uh, Okay, yeah, so Dan Campbell was a coach there, and they worked together, blah, blah, blah. Uh, And yeah, Dan Campbell was on that Super Bowl-winning team with the Saints in 2009. Uh, So a little bit of history there between the two coaches, the two teams, but uh, I don't know. This just screams that the Lions, this is a get-right game for the Lions, and they are going to roll. Uh, Yeah, keep moving, though. Next game up. Cardinals at Steelers, total set of 41 and a half. uh, Steelers minus five and a half. This was a game going into the week where I was like, what's a big line for the Steelers? And then I remembered that they scored 400 yards on, I keep saying scored 400 yards. They got 400 yards of total offense for the first time in what feels like forever. And it was basically forever, um... And they played a good Bengals defense last week. They only scored 16 points, but now we were they're facing an inferior Cardinals opponent. And I think that the Steelers, this could be like, okay, new look Steelers. We like what we see. They still won't look good on offense, but they'll look better than they have been. Um, and yeah, I think that's what it comes down to. I don't know if the... Uh, I don't know if the Steelers will uh, will run away with this one. I don't think, like, I think plus 5.5, I think that's a fair line, or minus 5.5, I should say, is a, a fair spread for the game. But uh, we'll see. We'll see what Kenny Pickett can do in back-to-back weeks, see if he can have back-to-back nice performances, see if Najee can keep his thing going. Uh, I, I read a stat, too, on Twitter that apparently Najee Harris has the most... Uh, 15 plus yard runs this season, which seems honestly unbelievable. Uh, if you have watched Najee play football ever since he left Alabama, uh, but good for him. I've always really liked him as a player. I hope that he can get a going. Uh, I would like some George Pickens touchdowns purely for, uh, betting reasons and future reasons, but, um, Yeah, the Cardinals. Cardinals, on the other hand, I mean, I was expecting a jump for them in offense ever since Kyler got back. I have not seen that jump yet. Uh, I think we're getting close, maybe. I don't know. (laughs) Um, Yeah, and they're going against, again, this is going to be a really tough test. This is a good Steelers defense. I mean, that front seven or that defensive line that they have with... High Smith and Cam Hayward, Larry Ogunjobi, TJ Watt, one of the best defensive lines in football. They'll be coming after Kyler all game. Should be a fun one. This might be an over candidate, 41 and a half. If I expect the Steelers to score a decent amount, which is a scary thing to even say, but part of me is like, I still have some belief in this Cardinals offense because it's like, I like I like I like James Conner, I like Kyler Murray, I like Hollywood Brown, I like Trey McBride. Like they got guys, do they have any really elite guys? No. But uh they got talent on offense. They got talent on offense, and we'll leave it at that. Uh next game up here, Falcons at Jets, Falcons minus two. Total set at thirty three and a half. That's just flat out embarrassing. Um I mean, tale as old as time the Falcons are going to oh I don't even know this this might be a game where the Jets defense can win the game for them Desmond Ritter cannot turn the ball over basically for them to win this game Tim Boyle is the starter again and he just sucks this is going to be a very very bad game uh hopefully the Falcons learn their lesson and let's give Bijan Robinson the ball Let's give Cordero Patterson the ball. I don't know why it took them, like, two months into the season to finally get him touches again. Uh, like, this game screams that the Falcons should win it, but this Jets defense is still really good. Now, it'll all depend on if this Jets defense is still playing hard, still is coming out there, wants to rip your face off type thing. Uh... Because as soon as they start playing with that effort, and they're just like, what's the fucking point? Then it all falls apart for them. As long as that Jets defense is playing well, they have a fighter's chance in this one. Because if Desmond Ritter, I mean, they just don't have a quarterback. If Taylor Heineke was in there, I'd say the same thing. But they got to limit their turnovers. You can't turn the ball over to this Jets defense. But as always, if you score more than 13 points on this Jets defense, you're basically guaranteed to win the game at this point. That is a very, very low total. I kind of want to hit it just for fun, but uh, I won't. Uh, So let's keep moving on. Next game up, Colts at Titans. Colts minus one, total set at 42 and a half. I don't know what the Titans have done over the last month of football to say that they deserve to be minus one against the Colts right now. Like, The Titans have scored 17, 14, 6, 16 in their last four games. Um, Titans offense isn't good. Titans offense isn't good. This will depend on Tractor Seto if he can really do what he does best in December. And, oh, I guess I should have said that. Happy December, happy Christmas holiday season, yada, yada, yada. Um, it's all really going to depend on if Derek Henry can run the ball, do what he normally does in the winter months. Uh, but this Colts team is just flat out better. They're, I won't say that they're a better coach because I love Mike Vrabel, but their offense can move the ball. Their offense can score. Jonathan Taylor is out. Zach Moss will, uh, will get his touches back again. Uh, I don't like where the line is for this one, because this screams bet Colts minus one. The Titans aren't good. Titans at home, though, is, uh, they play well at home. They do play well at home. Uh, 61% of the bets are on the Colts right now. Interesting, interesting. Um, Yeah. I, this might be, I was going into this one being like, yeah, Colts minus one, easy. I don't know anymore. I don't really know. Um Is there any injuries to really talk about? Yeah, Jonathan Taylor's not playing. Everyone else doesn't really matter. So we shall keep going here. Uh Next game up, Dolphins at Commanders. Dolphins minus nine and a half. Total set at 49 and a half. Um... Dolphins first game without Jalen Phillips we'll see how the defense reacts to that I think the defense will be fine I think that addition of Jalen Ramsey just really really helps solidify the defense I think that our uh, front seven and our edge linebackers and our interior defensive line is still very good so Jalen Phillips is obviously a massive loss but I think that we can overcome that loss this is a game where we got to get our offense back on track. This is a defense that has sucked ever since the trade deadline when they got rid of their two best edge defenders in uh, Montez Sweat and Chase Young. And I think it's as simple as that, really. Um, yeah, Tua, Tua needs to get back on track. He hasn't really played great, hasn't been to that MVP front runner he was at the start of the season. And... This should be the game to do it. If he doesn't do it here, I don't know when he's going to do it. Again, we have the much better team, the much better roster. We're better coached. Ron Rivera is now calling the plays on defense. I don't think that does anything for the Commanders. Uh, The Dolphins should roll, should win by nine and a half points. Um, That total's high, but I think it's banking on the Dolphins scoring a lot of points and the Commanders not scoring a lot of points, but... uh, We shall see. We shall see. Um, The Dolphins should just kick the shit out of them, though. I don't know. I don't think I really have to say more than that, but the Dolphins are going to kill them. Uh, Keep going. NFC South Divisional Class. Panthers at Buccaneers. Buccaneers minus five. Total set at 36 and a half. Um, Panthers' first game without Frank Reich as head coach. Uh... Interim co- coach Chris Tabor is taking over uh, head coaching duties. Not much to say about this one, though. Uh, the Bucks being minus five is kind of a little ridiculous because the Buccaneers also aren't a good team, but they're in a different tier than the Panthers. The Panthers are at bottom of the barrel, worst team in the NFL tier. The Buccaneers are bad, but they're not bad right I said that about who last week where they're good no, I said that about the Broncos last week where they're not they're good but they're not good uh I think Buccaneers are the same they're not bad but they're bad um yeah I just I, I don't know I don't know where you go from here if you're the uh either of these teams really I mean fuck if the Buccaneers win this one they're right back in the, into the divisional race uh Fucking crazy, but uh, NFC South is bad football. Technically, the Panthers are only four games out of first in their division. Uh, Wild that they're not mathematically eliminated from the playoffs yet, but either way, uh, next game up, we have Cleveland Browns at the Rams. Rams minus 3.5, total set at 40.5. Is Joe Flacco going to play in this one? I think that that is the... That is the story, and that is what I have to look up. Uh, the Rams are looking to continue their mini hot streak here. Uh, we'll see if see if they can keep it going against this Browns, uh, this very good Browns defense, who should be getting. Uh, I think Miles Garrett is good to play. He is not on the injury report, he's questionable, but I think he's fine, not practicing Wednesday, he's day-to-day apparently, he will play on Sunday, there's no way that he doesn't, Uh, is Denzel Ward, I think that was the other guy that I was going to look for here, Denzel Ward also questionable, Uh, still sitting out of practice, so... He might be missed. I hope Denzel Ward misses, because I really need a Cooper Cup or Pukunuku, a big game for fantasy purposes. But um, yeah, oh yeah, Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco is going to be the, or this is five hours ago, could be Sunday's starting quarterback for the Browns. He should be. I don't know what the point of starting P.J. Walker is anymore. P.J. Walker is not good. Uh, at least putting Joe Flacco in, you have it's just kind of a new guy to put in there who was really good at one point he's definitely old and should just be retired but when that paycheck comes calling it doesn't really matter uh kind of a nothing game this is this is big for both sides actually i i shouldn't say that uh the browns need to win this one to remain in the wild card hunt there uh right now same record they're One game ahead of teams like the Colts, the Texans, the Broncos, and the Bills. Uh, And the Rams, on the other hand, are one game back of teams like the Seahawks and the Vikings. So, um, yeah, this is big for playoff purposes for both of these teams. uh, And I guess we will see which one comes out ahead. Uh, So let's keep moving on then. Did I say the lines? Yeah, Rams minus three and a half. Next game up, best game on the slate by a mile. 49ers minus three at the Eagles. Total set at 47 and a half. Lines a little bit disrespectful uh, to the Eagles here. The Eagles are 10 and one, best record in the NFL. Uh, But they're playing this Niners team who was also just fucking incredible. I think three points is a lot, but I don't disagree with it. Really? Uh, I don't know. I do think the Niners are the better team. I do think that they're going to win. They just have, I don't know, things are just run. It's so smooth to watch the Niners play football. You know exactly what they're going to do. You can't stop them anyways. Their defense is awesome. And this is a big, this is a big prove it game for the Eagles. Yeah, the Eagles are 10 and one, but I've been saying all year where it's not the same as last year last year they were probably i think they were undefeated at this point and just looked they looked way better than they did this year and they again they're the number one team in football right now but wasn't all there this is a big prove it game this is a big prove it game to be like oh it didn't matter that brock purdy we got or brock purdy got hurt in this game we were going to win it anyways to go to the super bowl uh this will have this will have more fireworks than I think people expect. Uh, total set at forty-seven and a half. I think that's a fair total. I don't know how high scoring this game is going to be. It'll be interesting. Again, this is going to be this is an NFC Championship game preview. I think that's very fair to say. I don't think that. I don't know. These are again these are my two best teams in the NFL right now going head to head. I'm very excited for this one. This will be on my TV. I'll have Red Zone off in the background so I can tune in to some of these other 4 o'clock games here. But, fuck, there's only three 4 o'clock games? We can't be doing this, NFL. Oh, but I guess the reason we're doing that is because there's six teams on by this week. Um, yeah, this is big, big matchup. Big, big, big matchup. Uh And we'll keep going. Sunday night game. Chiefs at Packers. Chiefs minus six. Total set at 42 and a half. Uh, A Packers team that has looked better the last couple weeks. I think has won their last two weeks. Jordan Love has looked better. He looks like an NFL quarterback now. They won their last two weeks, right? Yeah, beat the Chargers. Beat the Lions. Uh, So this is a let's, let's keep that momentum going, Packers. We'll see what they can do. Uh... But again, it looks like the Chiefs have figured out some things. Their defense still looks great. It's just give Reishi Rice the ball. Let him be that number one receiver for you guys. You drafted him high for a reason. Let's use him, maybe. Let's use him. They did last week. I'm sure that they'll keep him on the field again this week. But um, yeah, I, I, I don't give the Packers a chance in this one. I mean... No, no, I don't give them a chance. I don't like the Packers' defense very much this year. The offense has been looking better, but they're going against the Chiefs' defense who is very, very, very good. Um, I guess we'll see. We'll see what the bright lights, we'll see what Jordan Love looks like in prime time. Pat Mahomes, been there, done that. He's he's used to the bright lights. Uh, should be a good game. Eh, should be a pretty good game. Th- this is really... Packers lose this one. uh, I was going to say that might be it for their season. But if we look at this, they're one game out. And if the Seahawks lose and the Vikings lose, I think the Vikings are on bye, actually. So they're not out of it, but they should be. The NFC sucks, man. Uh, And last game up. Bengals at Jags. Bengals minus eight and a half. Total set at 38 and a half. This should have been a very good game. This should have been battle of the first overall picks. Joe Burrow and Trevor Lawrence going at it. Uh, Two contending teams in the AFC. But nope, we get Jake Browning instead. Uh, Like the Bengals... The Bengals suck. The Bengals suck now. Jake Browning is a very okay quarterback. The weapons around him don't do enough to really uh, push that needle for them or move that needle for them on offense. I don't think Zach Taylor is really that great of a coach. I think I've been on that train for a while now where it's this defense and Lou Anarumo that truly carry this Bengals team. Jags, on the other hand, they have looked much, much better. Their offense is... Functioning now, still have some problems in the red zone, but uh, yeah, we'll see if they can get it going. We'll see if this they should be able. I mean, there's a reason why the line is at eight and a half, they should be able to get it going. Uh, I don't know, like this, this it's tough this time of year, it's tough this time of year because you kind of know which teams are good, which teams aren't. Like the Bengals are a good team, but they don't have their starting quarterback, so they're just now a bad team. Uh, and it sucks because a lot of these matchups seem very easy to predict. Obviously, there was a couple ones I'm not sure about, but we will get to that in the my pick'em choices, which is coming up right now. Okay, time for my pick'em choices. Uh, as always, I'll give a favorite, a dog, an over and under, and a money line dog. Uh, last week. Very good week for me. It went five for five on my picks. Uh, was telling a co worker about it. I was telling the co worker that, uh, yeah, I have a podcast. Gave out my picks. Went five for five last week. Awesome. So he immediately asked me, What picks are you making for this week? And I tried to be like, I don't make my picks till Thursday, but if you want some picks now. And off the top of my head, I think I gave him, uh, I gave him, like, the over in the Lions-Saints game. I gave Cardinals plus five and a half. I gave the Chargers minus six. Eagles, uh, Eagles as my money line dog. Either way, um, sorry, sorry, Elliot, uh, not taking any of the picks that I gave you. Honestly, probably good for you. Might go five for five just because I'm fading myself, essentially, But uh, I talked myself out of a lot of those picks when I was recording the show on Wednesday, so my bad. But here are my pick choices for the week. Starting off with my favorite, I am going Lions minus four and a half against the Saints. Uh, I said it, I think this is going to be a get-right game for the Lions. I think that they have been... Very iffy the last couple weeks. They're playing a struggling Saints offense now, which hopefully means the Lions defense can get a little back on track here. This Lions offense continues to roll week after week. Uh, and this Saints offense, I don't think we'll be able to keep up with the Lions offense, mainly because uh, Michael Thomas out, Rashid Shaheed out, Chris Olave is questionable. If Olave doesn't play, I don't give the Saints... Any chance to cover minus four and a half? If Olave plays, I still like the Lions minus four and a half. So Lions minus four and a half is my favorite pick here. My dog. I'm going to go with the Eagles plus three. This is a very, very even, uh, even matched up game. The only reason why... Like, I'm taking the Eagles plus three. The Eagles are at home... Uh, they're a very good team, the Niners I think are the better team, but if you give me a home dog, I'm going to take it, I'm going to take it, and if you give me three points, I'll definitely take that hook too, so Eagles plus three is my bet, my over for this week, I'm going over 41 and a half in the Steelers and Cardinals game, this is a very bad Cardinals defense. Very bad Cardinals defense in a kind of new look Steelers offense. They finally remembered Pat Friermuth was a very good player on their team. Um, and that opened up the middle of the field for them. They got their run game going a little bit. Uh, and I think the Steelers continue their success. So I'll put that in air quotes there uh, on offense this week against the Cardinals. And I think this Cardinals offense hasn't done it yet, but... They got the pieces to score points. It's already a pretty low total at 41. So over 41 and a half Steelers Cardinal. My under for this week will be under 47 and a half Broncos Texans. Uh, I don't think that the Broncos offense is very good. If we're just being completely honest. Uh, I don't think their offense is very good. I think their defense is very good and will give CJ Stroud and the Texans some issues. Uh, I just don't see this being a very high scoring game. Like I think this is maybe like a 23-20 game or a 20 to 17 game, but uh yeah, under 47 and a half Broncos Texans and my money line dog this week I'm going with the fucking Patriots. I am going with the Patriots cuz it's just I would just first of all, I would just love it as someone who loves Chargers losses and just overall chaos. Uh, that would just be hilarious for that to happen. From another perspective, it would be great to see the Patriots win a game, so they don't get one of these quarterbacks in Caleb Williams or Drake May. Uh I guess we'll see though. I am just this is this is a purely chaos pick. I don't believe that the Patriots are gonna win this one, but I am here for the chaos. I am here for the chaos of a Chargers loss. Brandon Staley, like he couldn't he couldn't fly home with the team if they lose this game. Uh would be an absolute embarrass, embarrassment to lose to this bad of an offense, but he's done it before. He'll probably do it again. Uh but Patriots as my money line dog this week. I hate it, but I absolutely love it. Uh yeah. If you have uh, I'm not gonna end it here. I'm not gonna end it here. But that that is it for the episode, though. Uh, do I have anything to really say? Uh, say goodbye. I'm kind of sad. The obviously it is the end of November when you're listening to that. It will be December. But I, I tried to grow out mutton chops. Didn't really grow thick right here. But I am rocking mutton chops. I am rocking mutton chops. They look pretty good. Uh I don't know. I think that's it. I don't know why I really extended that to say I have Munchops, but, uh, as always, if you have liked this, please like, share, retweet, subscribe, all that fun stuff, and until next time.